1: Do you want to have the happiest birth experience of your life? Well, you can. It's entirely possible, and here's how you can do it. Anne Margolis of Home Sweet Home Birth has created the Love Your Birth course for you. Whether you're a first-time mom, an experienced mama, regardless of where you plan to birth, home, hospital, birth center, or a planned or unplanned C-section, you really can have the delivery of your dreams. Love Your Birth is an obstetrician and midwife recommended online course that takes you from pregnancy to postpartum bliss. Now, Anne, a sweet friend of ours who was on the show in episode 24, titled Normal, Natural, and Joyful Birth, has over 20 years of experience in midwifery and gynecology practice. She is a powerhouse in the birthing community, and she has taken everything that she's learned, trained, and how she's supported women for over 20 years in her private practice. She's poured all of that love, passion, knowledge, and experience into creating the Love Your Birth course. And we are really excited at doing it at home to partner with Anne to offer our listeners, because we love you so much, $20 off when you purchase the course and use the code D-I-A-H-O-M-E. To get details and to sign up for the course, go to homesweethomebirth.com slash loveyourbirth and remember, use that code D-I-A-H-O-M-E for $20 off. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It At Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It At Home podcast. Today is Monica's birth story. Monica and her husband, Matt, are both chiropractors. So you hear a lot of the chiropractic model of care and philosophy in their pregnancy and in their birth and in their parenting, you know, really trusting the body to do what it instinctively knows to do, um, trust its process and its ability to heal itself. And Monica has so many awesome nuggets of wisdom throughout our conversation Talking about birth as a mirror for who you are in life, how you integrate your birth into your life and who you are, and really being intuitive with your pregnancy. It's beautiful, and I'm going to put this out there. I have a total girl crush on Monica because the things that she has to say and her lifestyle and her wisdom and how she's just crafted this life for herself, Matt, and Rocky is really beautiful and really inspiring. And on top of all of that, she was in labor for seven hours and pushed for less than 20 minutes. That's amazing. And don't you want to hear more about how that's possible? (laughs) So listen in.
2: This is the story of The one.
1: Hey guys,
2: how's it going? Great! Doing awesome. Monica, thank you so much for (laughs) joining Sarah and I on the Doing It at Home podcast. We are super stoked to be talking with you, and uh, we actually have a personal connection with you, and that's how you got uh, introduced to Sarah and the show. Mm Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so um, Monica, you know, Aaron, one of our beloved favorite people at our chiropractor's yeah. office. And when I was talking with her about the podcast, she said, oh, I know lots of moms I can connect you to. So she's ended up being this like treasure trove of, um, of connections <laughs> for us to, to speak with. So I'm very grateful to her and to you.
0: Yeah, she's amazing. And So now there's a lot of us coming. Nice. Get ready. All right, all right.
1: (laughs) Very cool. Rubbing my hands together, ready. Mm -hmm. Um, Monica, tell us just a little bit about you before we really dive into all the awesome, juicy stuff. You, your family, where you live, what you do.
0: So my husband and I are both chiropractors, and we live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We have our own practice. It's called Rev, a Center for Optimal Living, and we have a son named Rocky, and he is almost seven months old. Mm.
1: And Rocky was born <laughs> at home, I'm guessing.
0: Yes. It was a midwife's house, but yes, technically at home.
1: Oh wow, cool. Okay. So that's that's awesome. We haven't heard of that before. So I'm excited to hear more yeah, about that and how cool. that came to be.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd love to share that.
1: Awesome. Um so why why home birth for you? How did that come about?
0: You know, I, I knew you'd ask this question and I was thinking about it and I was like, I think obviously. I think that just because being immersed in the chiropractic world, it's it's so it's normal to think that way and to have all the resources to back you up in doing that. So for me, it was like when I got pregnant, it was like the no brainer. It's like yeah, absolutely, I'm totally doing it at home. It's not only just makes sense, but it's just more comfortable to bring a baby into the world. So just it was no brainer for me and mm. that.
2: How about before you were in the chiropractic environment, uh, what were your, you know, did for example, for us, I think both Sarah and I, whenever we pictured birth and, and pregnancy, we pictured being in a hospital and, you know, getting the, the shots and just all of yeah. those, those quote unquote yeah. Uh, typical, yeah, like stereotypical things. So what, what was your, um, what were your, your ideas around your own pregnancy and birth before you were in the chiropractic environment?
0: I mean, that, that was exactly it. But mm-hmm. just I think I just thought, yep, I'd be in a hospital because that's what you see on the movies. That's all you hear about, and that was kind of it. And then once I got immersed in chiropractic and that philosophy, for me, it's like my eyes were opened to so many things. And one of those was being pregnant and bringing a baby into the world the way I'd wanted to. So um, yeah, was <laughs> same with same with you guys, right?
2: That's you know that's cool because we've met a number of you know we we go to a chiropractor here in Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. Ruben Family Chiropractic, and we'll throw a link in yes. there. Sure. Um But uh, a lot of the people that we talk to there from from the doctors and the and the interns will say like yeah nine times out of ten if you're the the kid of a chiropractor. You were born at home.
1: Yeah, they said that. Yeah,
2: so like, what what do they teach you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: what are they doing? Yeah, what are they what are they
2: doing in there? <laughs>
0: What's in the water? Um, you know, I can't like, I can't recall anything specific about like, like we didn't have a class just on home birth or anything, you know, in that manner. But mm. I just. We're so trusting in the body, mm. and that the body has this amazing ability to heal. The body will, you know, like it will create a baby the way it's supposed to, and you're supposed to deliver it. That's just what your body's supposed to do. So, I just think along with that philosophy, it's just like we don't need any unnecessary interventions. Mm. And the hospital is such such an amazing um, resource if needed, right. if, if you know, to save your your life or your baby's life. So. Um I think just think that's kind of how it came up was that it's um, it's just unnecessary, and your body can do it on its own. Mm-hmm.
2: I, you know, I, I like the way that you phrase that the hospital is a great resource if you need it um, because you know for you and I, Sarah, like we aren't an anti-hospital, and mm-hmm. I think it's worth mm-hmm. saying that on on the show. Um, but we we definitely view it the same way you you do like it's there if you need it and if if it's your choice, if it's something that you truly want to do to have your your baby in a hospital, awesome, go for it and go you know go 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 do it and be empowered uh, but mm-hmm. there are other options, and so you know i I think it is pretty cool that um in the chiropractic environments uh the things that they're that they're kind of sharing with you and it's helping to open people's eyes to the fact that yeah your your bodies are perfectly designed to do this and um mm-hmm. I think that's awesome
0: yeah. Absolutely,
1: and it feels so nice too, from a from a you know woman and family's perspective, to go somewhere that is providing you know medical in a way care, you know the the chiropractic model of care, and to have your decision like that be so honored and be so welcomed feels really yeah. great. That's true.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. So important to be supported mm-hmm. and encouraged. Right. Right. Okay. So you know
1: you guys. Are in that philosophy and, you know, home births just seemed like the natural choice, then what, what was your process like of selecting who you would, um, deliver with and develop that relationship with? What was your, your prenatal journey?
0: Yep. So as soon as I got pregnant, I, um, we were living in Atlanta. We were about to graduate. Um, I actually got pregnant two days before taking part four boards. So that was super <laughs> interesting trying to stay focused. You oh know, it yeah. it's like, it the most amazing moment of your life is seeing that you're pregnant. Um, yeah. So I started looking online, just midwives, immediately typed in midwives in Chattanooga. And I started, you know, I saw three websites. And I the one I chose is Birth Wellness Women's Center with um, Carolyn Drake. She's a midwife. And um, her policy was that first-time mom's birth at her house. And for me, that was super appealing because I was living in a tiny house, 225 square feet at the time. And so I liked that. It was at her house, and wow. uh, I loved her. I loved her philosophy and what she said. And then I met with her when I was ten weeks pregnant, I believe. We just drove down, and it just made sense and it clicked, and that's what we went with. Wow, that's
2: awesome.
1: That's really interesting.
2: And when you said tiny house, yes. you, actually, you you definitely mean tiny house, right? Like you guys <laughs> built your your home, and you you intentionally built a tiny home.
0: Yeah, my husband and I, um, before we graduated, we were just Set on moving to San Francisco to open our practice, and we started looking at um, apartment prices out in San Francisco, and they're just astronomical. And so um, Matt's sister at the time was building a tiny house, and it just kind of inspired us that yeah, that makes a lot of sense. There's tiny house villages. We can totally live simply. We were living in a three bed or a two bedroom at the time, and um, yeah, so we decided to sister grandfather is a contractor so we built our own tiny house in Florida. We would drive down during school on the weekends and build and drive back up and we just completely simplified our lives and this was before getting pregnant and we lived in it for about five months in Marietta before getting pregnant (laughs) and yeah so it completely changed our lives and how we view um, everything really Wow. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. And, and, uh, I can understand now why, um, uh, giving birth in, in your midwife's home was appealing. Right. <laughs> I don't know how many people could fit in the tiny house and I don't know if you'd want to have all that going on while you're, you're giving birth.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, I probably could have done it. I know other people probably have done that. Yeah. Um, we had a deck, so I could have had like a tub on the deck. We had a shower and so that would have worked. But, um, yeah, it totally wasn't meant to be that way. Uh, it happened exactly how it was supposed to, so I'm not complaining at all.
2: Mm, that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really cool. We might um, have you as the resident simplify your life, um, doing it at home mom. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of moms listening to this right now who are like, um, I need some of that, so you, <laughs> might, you might get some emails. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: You know, and I'll say that it was so nice to get rid of all of our Stuff and it's simplified but the emotional weight that was lifted off of us in this process was something I'll never I'll never regret or take back it, it's just mm. so liberating to live simply and to not have a lot of stuff and it's just yeah there's nothing like it that's
1: amazing and then I mean I'm sure it has but can you just briefly describe how that has now transferred over into your parenting life into that aspect
0: yeah. I mean, it's one, it's one of the same. So we're not living in a tiny house anymore mm-hmm. because we brought it to me, decided in Chattanooga, we brought it here and we realized that Chattanooga is not tiny house friendly. Mm. So we got kicked out of two places the day after we <laughs> parked it and yeah. we took it as a sign that, Hey, um, this probably isn't meant to be right now. We have a baby on the way We're we're, um, our practice is about to open in a couple of months. Um, we could have lived 30 minutes away, but that just didn't make sense with what was happening. So, Um, We put it to the side and then we started renting an apartment and someone offered to buy it. Um, So someone's renting to buy it for three years, paying for our apartment right behind our practice. So it Mm. works out great. But as far as simplicity with parenting, it's the same. We don't have an astronomical amount of toys for Rocky or just things that he can do. We want him to be explore his environment and just be content with what's around him instead of so many like stimulants, Mm. distractions. And I know that, that's just the world we live in. And so just to minimize that at all costs, I feel, is the best for just healthy development.
2: Mm. I love that. Yeah, cool. that's awesome. I'm, I'm taking notes.
1: Yes. I, I, see, <laughs> I see a future series or I see a future resource on the site from you, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Okay, so got a little off track with that, but I love it. That's great. Um, I want to bring it back into um, the home birth vision and preparation, you know, and, an eventual starting. So what was that like? Did you have ideas of what you wanted to experience or what you were envisioning for birthday?
0: Oh yeah. I, you know, I just thought that it would be this, this like a experience where I'm just, you know, you hear these stories where you're just out of your body and you just go to a different place and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's beautiful in that manner. And I, I just, I was like, "Yep, yeah, that's how my birth is going to be," and it and it couldn't have been the opposite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow! And in, in
0: the best way, in the best way possible, um, my my birth was extremely physical, and I was in my body the entire time. I was so there; it was me, and um, I, it was the most transformational moment of my life. And so, I'm so grateful that it wasn't what I thought, and it was different because if it was what I thought, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be where I am today and who I am. Mm.
2: Wow, wow! So let's uh, let's jump into into what happened when you know you realized that labor was beginning.
0: So I'm going to start that I went forty two weeks and six days. I Ooh. went forty three weeks.
1: Wow. Yeah, and so <sighs>
0: wild. My my guest date was July fourth, and that came and went very quickly and um yeah so at 42 weeks I was supposed to pump every day um and then you know do things to increase my oxytocin Mm -hmm. levels. so I was reading Nicholas Sparks books pumping every day (laughs) making macrame hanging
1: stands for my office
0: just crafting and um watching the notebook and um obviously having sex you know good sex yeah that's loving sex as much as I can so absolutely
1: um, Nice. That's,
0: that's, what, that's what I was doing. And at 42, yeah, 42 weeks and six days that night, we had, um, I we had sex. We had good sex. I pumped. And immediately after, my contractions were 45 seconds, two minutes apart. Like, boom, boom, boom. Wow. Like, and it just seemed like it wasn't real because of how it started. It was just, and so that was kind of the theme of the entire night. I was just hanging on. They like, was just hanging on to a bronco the entire
2: night, and he was born <sighs> seven hours
0: later. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, it just
2: blew Sarah's mind over here. Yeah,
0: my <laughs>
1: eyes are huge. Well, because it's like you know, I'm hearing, I'm like, okay, wow, seems like Monica's gonna be pregnant her whole life. Like that's how I would be feeling at that stage, and then it's like, yeah, but then you're gonna give birth really quickly. So I,
0: I don't know. I think that's an awesome trade-off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. It seemed at that point that birth was a fantasy. Like it just didn't seem like I was yeah. actually gonna have a baby Mm I just thought okay I'm gonna be pregnant forever everyone else I had like 10 moms around my time that were pregnant and they all had babies before me you know it's just it was so it was very tough to trust that my baby will come to trust in my body that it's doing it's doing what it's supposed to do it's just doing it a little longer than what's normal for Mm -hmm. most moms and this is normal for my body at this time Mm. so to deepen my trust um was extremely important and um necessary
2: for me yeah so let's let's jump jump into that real quick because I'm curious like what thoughts were going through your mind what sort of stories were you you telling yourself when your guest date came and went and then as you started to see the the moms around you have their babies what what things were going through your head
0: so I'm a big I'm a big researcher so I knew that first time moms it's at least like one and a half weeks past guest date right average so I wasn't necessarily um, upset when my guest date came past I expected that like that was rare that I would deliver around that time so when a week and a half passed when two weeks passed and everyone had their babies already that's when I was like just and my husband is is the most supportive partner I could ever ask for and Mm. so he was by my side the entire time just being like you know are your body doing exactly what it's supposed to this is so intended for you to trust and for us to trust in this time and so that was just kind of my mantra was to just I know it's going to happen I don't know but I know it's going to happen and I just need to trust that this is what's supposed to happen and I'm so grateful for this opportunity to lean into this and to trust more in my body and more in what is supposed to happen to bring my baby into the world so it was very challenging and I didn't know it was sex either so it was just oh man you know, exciting
2: to know if it's
0: boy or girl and if the baby's actually going to come. So
2: that was, that was it. Yeah. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.
1: Wow. So then at what stage from when, you know, labor showed up fast and furious and was like, hi, I'm here, we're going to do this. What stage (laughs) did you you then move to the midwife's house and and how how did that process
0: flow? So the contractions, I believe, started around 6, maybe 6.30 or 7, and they started happening, and we we texted. Uh, I had the most amazing rock star doula. I would love for you guys to chat with her. She's mm. incredible. Um, cool. We texted her and <clears throat> said what was happening, and, and we had an app and everything to track the contractions and take pictures and send it to her. And we called the midwife, and she was like, mm, you know, it doesn't really sound like – how it's supposed to happen come on in so I think we left about 30 minutes later to go in and I think I was about three or four centimeters but then I mean it just progressed <laughs> he just like blew out of me so it came very quickly after that and I was and then I had the bloody show right before I got there so things were I mean like it was definitely it it was just crazy how it was just like off and on mm-hmm. like someone just turned on the switch and my baby was on its way wow.
2: so so yeah. when you got to your, your midwife's home, um, how like what was the what was the intention? Where were you intending to give birth? Did we they have a tub? Did you like how was it set up?
0: Yeah. So you so she has a um, a pretty large house, and I had my own little birthing suite. So she has a whole bedroom with a full bath, and then um, like the bath is like a beautiful big jacuzzi tub and then a half kitchen so there's plenty of space so when I first got there I was just on the bed she checked me and then I actually went to the tub right away because it just seemed like he was gonna be coming faster and at that point I was actually this is interesting I'm not sure if you experienced this Sarah I was actually relying on Matt my husband more to do it with me instead of me taking the reins and doing it myself. And mm. so the first half of the labor time at Sherilyn's um, house was, was that way. Me, like um, a lot of the, I have the whole thing documented. So a lot of the pictures were just me kind of hanging on to Matt or leaning on that. And halfway through the birth, actually him and I both realized what was happening without us talking. And I, went on to my own my doula stepped in and he stepped away and that was when things took off Mm. and um yeah I got back into the tub and he was born I pushed less than 20 minutes and he was born so it was just really interesting that I didn't realize that it was just just me and that is the most empowering place to be is that you know it's just you this is you mama Mm. so that was that was I didn't expect that either
2: Wow. So, so in those moments that you were uh, kind of wrapped up with Matt, were you? I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if you can put yourself back in that space. But it sounds like once you once you released and let go and realized that you know you were the one who was going to be uh, bringing baby Rocky into the world. That that's when things started accelerating. So, what what do you think you were you were uh, going through emotionally when you were kind of leaning on Matt? You know,
0: I. I realized during and after that birth is, is just a mirror for who you are and where you're at in your life and a way to push you forward and propel you into the next stage or just through all these barriers. And so during labor it was it was so it was so physical for me and the, and the pain was so intense and not what I expected at all and to just push through that I was seeing myself wanting to give up halfway through, and that's when, you know, I wanted Matt to help me with that, but I wasn't, I wasn't very verbal the whole time, and so I knew it was me, I knew that, like, that's my theme, I guess, my whole life was, you know, i would work really hard, and then at a certain point, I'll kind of want to tap out and be like, oh, that was good enough, and that's what I encountered during my birth, which I didn't expect, like, I was just looking at myself in the mirror, not not really, <laughs> I was, you know, everywhere, Yes. But I was looking at myself in the mirror and just seeing me for who I was. And that was, and pushing through that. That's when I, that's why I say it was the most transformational moment in my life because to just dig in and keep going without having to tap out and quit. Cause you can't, you just can't quit. And so that's why I think birth is so transformational because it moves you forward. Even if you don't want to move with it, you're, you're going. And so that's, that was my mindset was, I was just, I wanted to quit. I did want to quit during this. And I'm so glad I wasn't able to because of what I received from that and what Matt received watching me do that. So it was, I mean, yeah,
2: it was crazy. It was crazy. Ah, that is awesome. I
1: want to give you a big kiss, Monica. <laughs> that is like all so amazing. I just furiously <laughs> took a bunch of notes because through hearing you describe that, I mean, every birth story I hear, I get to like relive a little piece of mine or, you know, think about mine in my own reflection. But I was so much feeling the synchronicity in my experience from what you were just describing in yours. And it was it was really like literally right before you said it, that like birth is a mirror for who you are in life. I was thinking about. I was pretty similar with you in that I pictured my labor and birthing process like, oh, I'll go for a walk outside. We'll be laughing and joking and like <laughs> this and that. And there was none of that. I was just like dug in. And it was very intense and it wasn't super long, but it was very intense. And like you said, very physical. And, you know, when I think back on that, my thought process around that was well, that's me. Like, that's who I am. Like, that's how I approach life. Like, that's how I show up. So it makes a whole lot of sense that that's how my birth played out. And so hearing you, you know, in the mirror and all of that, it's like birth is reflective of who you are and like how you show up in life. And so your, your birth was, was you, you know, and sometimes we have visions of what that might look like or what it might be like, but then when it when it really shows up, like that's how you're going to be your most authentic, your most pure, your most raw. And that's like who and how you are. And I think that's, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that the more women can realize that, that afterwards, maybe that's not what you wanted or Mm -hmm. the birth didn't go how you thought it would, That's if you can step into a place of, that's what was intended for me at that moment, and to transform me. I think that would totally change birth stories. People need to integrate their birth. That is the most important message I can that I teach people as a chiropractor. Integrating your birth experience to find peace in that and to find meaning it is that is that will change everything. People carry their birth stories to their next birth, to their next birth, in their whole life, and then teach their grandkids. That's what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So if it's good or bad, it's, it's being transferred to the next generation. And to, to find peace and meaning in it is is what would change everything. Oof.
2: Wow. So what has transformed in your life um, <laughs> since going through this power? Since your you know your your powerful birth experience.
0: I think. I mean, so much. But what comes to my mind is that just that I. I am enough and I am I've just found my power in it in a sense and I'm still learning what it is but I I got a taste of it at birth and then after when I had the baby and Matt had to go back to work after a while to the office it was again just me and just Rocky and to step into that place of I am I am a powerful mama and I have everything within me to do this and that, that has been amazing for me to just know that I am strong enough and I am enough to, to be who I want to be. And, yeah, that's I think that's just what it's been for me, stepping into my power and owning it.
2: Yeah, that's so awesome.
1: You're, you're amazing. Yeah. I'm in love with you, Monica. <laughs> it's Sarah done. It's crush. official.
2: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Wow, wow. Um, oh, crap.
1: I don't know where to go from there. I mean, that's just amazing. Um, what I do, (laughs) that's so awesome. Um, I would love to hear some of the chiropractic perspective and now like you, I'm sure you were receiving chiropractic care throughout pregnancy and now that's what you do for, for other women and provide, how do you think that played a role in, in you having this powerful home birth experience? Like what, what's that role in it for you?
0: So prior to, obviously, I, I think everyone should definitely get adjusted to get their nervous system working properly. But when you're pregnant, getting adjusted during pregnancy is obviously going to make it more comfortable. It's going to lessen pain, but it's, it's not about that. It's connecting you more just inward. It's just getting you more in touch with who you are and what your body's supposed to do. So being adjusted during pregnancy is just going to allow the whole process to go smoothly in all ways but especially it's preparing you for birth to let your body do its thing and to trust in your body. Mm. So that's what, like, I know that my body did that. I was well adjusted. Like my nervous system was functioning at a very high level. That's why it did its thing. And my mind and my emotions came second. Like my body was leading the way, Mm. like no doubt about that. And I just had to, you know, kind of just bow down and lean into that. But, and then afterwards, letting your body heal from birth and then being in touch with yourself to be a mom. So it's, it just is so much more than just pain and, you know, your hips aligned, your hips are in line because your body's working properly and your your pelvis open because your body's working properly. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. So that is the premise of chiropractic is just to get your nervous system functioning well. Your nervous system controls every single part of everything. Mm. So, that's why it's so important. I think all it would just make such a difference for all moms to find a chiropractor and get adjusted, and obviously for the baby as well.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Baby Maya was, was in the chiropractor's office when she was four days old. Yeah. It was so Thank cute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll be honest. I The first time I went to a chiropractor was when we were pregnant. Right. It was the first time that I'd ever been in a in a chiropractic office, and I really did not know what chiropractors were all about. I just thought that you went in there when you had a bad back when you hit a certain age and your back goes out that's what you go to a chiropractor for so i i i was um i learned a lot I learned a lot about like what you're what you're saying monica about um, your nervous system and how you know the energy is able to flow through your body, and, and how you know, chiropractic care helps to open up all those channels and really get you moving at your most at your most powerful level. And so, for me, there was a lot of um, a lot of eye opening in terms of chiropractic care with just myself, let alone uh, with Sarah and preparing your body for pregnancy, Sarah, and, and or for birth. And um, I think it was a huge part of our of our regimen. Yes, you know,
1: definitely. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's mm-hmm. cool. You know, I'm excited for folks to hear this episode um, and for people who maybe had not um, considered chiropractic as part of their, their prenatal plan. Um, they can look into it because I, I, I'm so aligned with you, Monica, uh, that it is a, just a, a powerful part of getting your body ready to do what your body is already meant to do. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And, you know, I want to say something else. The best advice I got um, when I first got pregnant was from um, our mentors, Dr. K- Dr. Suki Meeker and Kate Meeker, and they had, she was pregnant at the time with her second, and she just told me, just be super intuitive with your pregnancy. And that was hands down, and I know a lot of moms-to-be are listening. That, is, that was just the best advice I've ever received in my whole life because she was like, be intuitive with what you feel like you need to eat. Be intuitive if you feel like you need to move or not move or rest or um, anything. And so that really just amplified everything for me because, for instance, I was addicted to lemon, lemon juice in my water. Like, you know, organic lemon juice. I would just drink it all the time. And I didn't have any swelling. Someone asked me, you don't have any swelling. Like, what are you doing? And I started, you know, I'm a researcher. So I started researching. <clears throat> and I hadn't researched it prior to it because I didn't have swelling. And I learned that lemon, lemon water is one of the best things for swelling because it helps your lymph system to move properly. So it's not sag, stagnant. And when I learned that, I was like, that's so crazy that I was already instinctively doing that prior to that happening. And so a lot of times moms are so like regimented, like, I read, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But really tune into what your body, every body is so different. Tune into what your body is craving or wanting to do. And not to say that you're craving like a McDonald's hamburger to have that. No, let's have like a grass-fed meat. Let's mm. supply our body with the optimal nutrients instead of having garbage because that's not going to supply you. It's not going to make your cells proper for birth and for your baby. Um, but tune into what you're craving and tune into what you're supposed to do because that, that will go now because I've done that so often. Even now, I use intuition for everything. And that's mm. what I try to teach our clients here and everyone else, all these moms I'm friends with, is just go with what your gut is. Like, Use your intuition to how you should nurture your baby or maybe take your baby to the doctor or not take your baby to the doctor. Use your intuition. And so that, I think, just seems the best advice I can ever give anyone because that, that's what was given to me.
2: That's great.
1: That is amazing. That's awesome. I see a new segment, Intuitive Pregnancy with Dr. Monica. Yeah. Coming to, to you you, coming to you shortly. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: there. Love it. Oh, man. Well, Monica, we've had a blast talking with you today. And um, as we sort of wrap up here, I would love for you to share um, a resource or two that uh, you really leaned on during your, your, your pregnancy and during your birth time that moms and families listening to this episode can, can take away and go research and purchase. Uh, it could be a book or a, an object or a mantra Whatever it is, what are what's what's something that really helped you to just stay in your power and be a, a powerful mama during your birth time?
0: My doula was just a total rock star, and she trained with Pam England. So, birth without fear. I believe it's birth without fear, not ah, birthing, cool. or birthing from within. Um, Tam England. Um, that is, that's what she she just like fed that into me. That philosophy. And she, she has so much experience. She's been doing it for 10 years. So I think Pam England's stuff is, is the stuff. I would definitely go with her. Um, and I read Beautiful, Bountiful, Blissful when I was in my first trimester. And it's not so much of a do this, do that. It's more of a spiritual book. But I thought it was a really good resource for me. Hmm. <clears throat> Very cool. That's Very cool. Awesome.
2: So we will put... I've got like, I don't know, I don't know your notes, Sarah, but I've got like about five or six different things. That yeah, that
1: we'll link out to. Yeah,
2: we'll link out to. Um, we'll put all of those in the show notes over at diahpodcast.com. You can go check out this episode and um, the notes for everything that that you've been mentioning, Monica, will be there. And um, what else you got, Sarah?
1: Just extreme gratitude and and, um. yeah a lot of gratitude to you monica this is amazing a lot of it blew my mind in a really awesome way and i just i know it's going to be such a um inspiration and a source of empowerment for those listening and for that i am so excited
0: thank you so much for having me I'm, i'm so grateful to be able to share this and hopefully inspire others
1: absolutely
2: yeah yeah i think monica you've um the word empowerment that Sarah just mentioned, I think it comes to my mind as well. Just a lot of your perspective, um, the things that that you know people taught you or handed over to you that really resonated with you, that you held on to and, and used to stay powerful and peaceful and surrender and have that faith, you know, during your your, your birth time, um, I think is amazing. And so I'm very excited for for your words and your story. Um, to inspire and to empower moms and families that, um, you know, that that they've made the decision that is best for them, whether it's at home or in a birthing center or in a hospital, whatever it is, but that, you know, they are divinely created to to bring forth life into the world. And so, Monica, I think a lot of what you you said today is going to help a lot of moms and a lot of families. So thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you, guys.
1: Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice, you can actually apply to work